What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Prescriber Truth Podcast right here on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash prescribe truth. If this is your first time checking me out, please remember to subscribe if you find this video helpful and hit that um, notification bell to the side so you can be notified when I have new content. You know, if you're interested in talking about apologetics or dealing with scriptures, um, looking at the context of things, this is the channel that you want to subscribe to. So I appreciate that. Um, you also follow me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash prescribe truth if you like to support the show financially. We really appreciate it. We're also available on different iOS and Android podcast apps, including iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. So um, if you happen to want to find us there, you can do so. That'd be great. Um, today, I want to talk about more on the subject of eternal security. Scenes that I talked about last week dealing with uh, John chapter 10, how we are preserved and saved in Christ by Christ and the Father kept in him and no one can snatch us out of his hands. And so I want to continue that trajectory and go into Ephesians. Now there are other scriptures we can go to in John that can discuss this, but there's a particular passage in Ephesians that I particularly find very encouraging. And I want to be able to talk about that today. Um with this being said, I feel like with these scriptures, there should be no question in anybody's mind that if you are a true born again believer in Christ, you are, won't lose your salvation. You're free. You're free from the bondage of sin and death by the power of the Holy Spirit in Christ, not of your own doing. So I want to be able to look at this particular scripture and I hope you go with me to it as I go to my trusted eSword app. All right, so looking at Ephesians, we're going to look at the first chapter, and we're going to start at verse 10. Now, we could go through this whole chapter, and I promise you, I mean, by the time we get to verse 10, you're going to be like, uh, for sure, God is one who saves and has nothing to do with man. But here, I want to talk about eternal security. So, are we saved to the end? If we are a true Christian, born again, filled with the Holy Spirit, is there a possibility that we can lose our salvation? The answer is a resounding ah, ah, and we're going to look at it here. All right. So Ephesians 1.10, no, get the context. We got to start. Now we'll start at verse 11 because it starts a new sentence. It says, in him. This is talking about Christ, in Christ. In him, we, the people, in him, we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined, that's that word again, predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. So we haven't gotten to the verse of, of question right now. I mean, look at this. In Christ, not in ourselves, but in Christ, we have obtained an inheritance. And it's interesting that this verse is, is saying as if we already have it. We obtained it. In Christ, we obtained it. We obtained an inheritance, having been predestined. So this is something that was predestined to happen. Okay? It wasn't that God looked down the quarters of time. And saw that you would make a decision that would make you be in Christ. This is something that was already predetermined. 
predestined according to what? According to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. All things, not some things, not all things except your faith in Christ. All things according to the counsel of his will. It's all about God's sovereign will. Praise God. So that we who were the first hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. Not to your glory for making the decision. Oh, oh, oh good for you. You made a decision to come to Christ. No, nobody's giving you praise for choosing Christ. No, you are there to the praise of his glory. The praise of his glory. And it says, in him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation. Wait a minute. You got to see how the gospel is key. I mean, when you heard the word of truth, that prescribed truth, the gospel of your salvation. What it says, and believed in him were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit was promised. Hmm. The Holy Spirit, you, so you didn't earn the Holy Spirit. Oh, man, come on. I hope you get this. We're early into this, but you got to get this. The Holy Spirit was promised, not earned. You see? See, this is the case. This is how it had to be. If salvation is based on you, right, that means you have earned it. You are born again because you decided to believe. You are born again because you accepted Christ in your heart. Therefore, you gain the Holy Spirit. But that's not what the scripture says. It says in him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel, is your, uh, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Now, some will say, well, see, I believed that the Holy Spirit came. <laughs> oh, we got to talk about man's nature. How in the world will you believe in someone that you hate? Find that heart unless the heart is changed. Huh. Paul talks about that too in Romans. Anyway, it's a topic for another day. Maybe if you leave enough comments, we'll discuss it more. But it says, these things happen. You are sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. And then keep in mind also that as Paul is saying that you believed in him, the verse before that says, this inheritance that you obtained, it was predestined for you. According to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. To so even your belief. <laughs> Come on, man. Even your belief in Christ was predestined. And you were given the promise of the Holy Spirit. Praise God. This may make some of you upset, but I don't see how this is enormous grace undeserving grace that's given to wicked rebellious sinners to the praise of whose glory god's glory and it says in him oh i'm gonna read that verse again matter of fact i'll read it again it's okay 
In him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who, now, this for you Jehovah Witnesses out there who think the Holy Spirit is an active force, or you people who think the Holy Spirit is an it. No, no. It says, who. This who means he's personal. This, this Holy Spirit is personal. He's a person. All right, not a thing. All right, it says, who is the guarantee? I want to talk about that word. I'm going to read the rest of that verse first. Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory? Amen. Let's talk about this. Let's camp out in verse 14 for a second. Of how this is definite assurance for the believer. You got to hear this. The Holy Spirit is given as promised. And he is the guarantee of our inheritance. What is that inheritance? Salvation. Salvation. That is an inheritance. Is it until we acquire possession of it? That means when we, when we die and we go to glory. We don't have no need to be filled with the Holy Spirit in. Because we would have obtained the inheritance. Praise God. To the praise of his glory. Now, guarantee. This word is the same as a pledge or earnest. And what is the significance of that? What makes this such an awesome verse that we look at this and say, man. God is serious about saving his people. Serious. Just like Jesus said in John 6, that all the Father gives me, he shall lose none. None. But raised up on the last day. It's a promise. It's a promise. And he says, who is the guarantee? The Holy Spirit. This is talking about the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. He's given. As a guarantee of our inheritance. This word for guarantee. Is the same thing that's done. When a person goes and puts down for a house. That they're putting down a earnest. Or a pledge. A guarantee. That they're going to purchase the house. If they don't purchase the house. They lose their money. But if they purchase their house. They get some of it back. You know. I mean, that's just a practical sense. But the point of the earnest is that you're putting this money down as a promise to the seller that you're going to buy. What does scripture say about the believers? That we were purchased. We were bought with a price. God given his spirit as a promise. As a promise that he will purchase. That he will buy in full. That he will possess us in full. That's what God is doing. And you thought the Holy Spirit was just given to make you talking gibberish. No. The Holy Spirit given as a promise of our inheritance. If we are truly born again, God has said, you are mine forever. Forever. And notice that the Holy Spirit is not given based on what you do. 
the Holy Spirit is given based off of a promise. A promise that God made. A promise that he seeks to fulfill and will fulfill. And according to verse 11, he has fulfilled. Because in Christ, we have attained inheritance. We obtained it. We're not seeking to obtain it. We have obtained it if we are in Christ. This is why it's important that we must make our calling and election sure. We must. Because God has gone out of the way and done all these miraculous things just to save his people for the praise of his own glory. He did it. He did it. So, this doesn't have to take long. You just have to see what's highlighted right there. Guarantee. The Holy Spirit is the guarantee of our inheritance. And God uses means. So, he used the preaching of the gospel, the word of truth. He used that. But it was for something that was already predestined. That was what we saw in verse 11. In him, we have obtained, already have it, an inheritance having been predestined. It's something that took place beforehand. According to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. Praise God. Salvation is sure for the believer. So, with that being said. Are you sure of your salvation? Do you know that if you was to die today, would you be with the Lord? This is how serious this is. Because if you are in Christ, the Holy Spirit works in us and he chastises us and he shows us where we're wrong and he points us to Christ. That's what the Holy Spirit does. He comes to testify of the Son. But if you're not in Christ, these things don't happen. Examine your hearts. And if you're not a believer, if you're watching this, man, I, I implore you to repent of your sins, to put your trust in Christ. See, even though we see this predestination, none of us know who's God elect are. I don't. But I do know that it's by the power of the gospel. That we believe. <laughs> so. If you're listening to this. And if you're not a Christian. You. Will never be able to earn your way. In right standing with God. You've broken his laws. And you deserve what each and every one of us deserve. And that's hell. An eternal separation. And torment from God. That is real. I don't care how many people out in the world try to say there's no such thing as hell. There is. God has revealed it as such. And he says all those who are not in Christ will suffer that eternal torment. But how do you be made right with Christ? By returning from your sins and putting your trust in him. Because 2,000 years ago, he came and he fulfilled the law perfectly. He did what you could not do. You could never do. And he did it. He fulfilled it. He fulfilled the law. And he gave his life as a ransom on the cross. He paid that debt for those who would believe in him. That atonement 
It's not going to be for those who don't trust him. It will be for everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord and repents. So I pray that you will repent and put your trust in Christ. Because after he died, he rose on the third day and he ascended up to heaven. And he yet still lives and he reigns. He reigns. Making intercession for those who do trust in him. So please, please, please. Turn from your sins and put your trust in Christ. That you can have an inheritance that is sure. That is sure. This is what I love about Christianity. Is that these other religions, there's no assurance. None. I mean, you just, it's like a crap game. You're just hoping. You, you don't know what Allah is going to do. You don't know what Jehovah Witness God is going to do. You don't know. You don't. But man, the God of the scriptures, the one and true God, he has made himself known. And I praise God for his truth. So I know this was short. I didn't go as deep. I just wanted to show this. There's nobody who can refute this. The Holy Spirit being the guarantee of our inheritance. This inheritance is not talking about land. It's not talking about a house and cars. This inheritance is speaking of eternal life. And I want that for you. So, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this has been helpful for you. And I hope it's been encouraging to you. It definitely has been for me. So thank you once again for joining me on the Prescriber Truth Podcast. Please check out more videos to the side for more prescribed truth. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And I'll talk to you next time. Remember, in a world full of errors, the only thing the doctor prescribes is truth. Blessings.